Hello guys, welcome to my channel, Agile Rocket. The channel aims to spread Agile mindset and talk about best practices in a comprehensible manner. I'm Andy, your Agile coach. If you acknowledge the value I share with you, subscribe me, thumbs up, and share this with your friends who'd like to know more about Agile. And buy me a coffee through the donation link in the channel introduction. In the beginning, I want to share something interesting with you, and that's highly associated to today's topic. Last weekend, I attended a friend's party and I met a software engineer. Let's call him Ivan. Ivan now is working on multi products and he just murmured to me that he thought that uh, their Scrum team seemed to have only the form, not the core. I was very curious about his comments, so I asked him what kinds of processes made him think so. He told me some examples, something like when they were estimating the workloads, they used story points, but they always estimated the product backlogs by intuition. They really had no idea what they are estimating for. Just follow the form of Scrum process. Well, when I heard this, I'm very sure that they are trapped in some common misconceptions that most people could face. So that's why I'd like to make up today's episode. Let's talk about how to make good use of story points with correct viewpoints. So what is story point? Some people might be confused with the term. Simply speaking, story point is applied to estimate efforts, complexities, and risks they are necessary to complete a certain requirement. We usually use a relative value to represent how much work we should take to satisfy the requirement. The idea of story points was first proposed in an agile framework, extreme programming. It was prior to modern framework like Scrum or Kanban. Unlike them, extreme programming was pretty specific for software engineering. So when you read the Scrum guide, it does not tell you how to use the story point, although many people use it to estimate workloads of product backlogs. In fact, it comes from extreme programming. And I'd like to share three common misconceptions when people are using story points. The first one is the number of story points proportional to working hours. Well, it's absolutely not. It's a simple logic question. If you are going to estimate your efforts by working hours, why not just ask your team how long they would take in all items? Why do they have to use story points to represent working hours? If you know why I'm talking about, you should be aware that initially, story points are not used to estimate working hours, but how much effort to take on an item. To achieve this, a team has to discuss what tasks to be included, what risks to be considered, what complexities to cope with, and they could use the value to represent their estimation. Once again, story points are not equivalent to working hours. Usually, we use story burn-down chart instead of working hours to predict future falling points. Second, some people might ask the question, is the story point an absolute value? Well, no, it's a relative value. So for the first time when you use it, try to find a common requirement most people approve as the basis of one. And then other requirements are compared with it to derive the corresponding sizes. Also, because of this attribute, some people think it improper to be applied for multiple teams, only suitable for the single team. And the last misconception is, 
why the story point is needed. Many practitioners have this question because even if they had sized the items, they were still required to estimate items in working hours, and they focus on when to deliver selective features. If you have this question in mind, it shows you implicitly relate story points with working hours, and are unclear with its core meanings to self-organization. When the story point was proposed for the first time in the 1990s, it aimed to trigger teams' communication when they had different understandings to same requirements, usually represented in story points, and they would talk about difference to clarify the gap among engineers, so they could reach consensus and commit for user stories. That's why the idea of story points is needed for team collaboration. It enables them to self-organize their collaboration with the product owner, with the team. Story point helps to view estimation work from another dimension. To sum up, the objective of applying story points is not merely for sizing items, enabling communication and collaboration, illuminating communication gap, and reaching consensus would be your first consideration when you are using it. I hope today's episode gives you clear insights into the idea of story point, and I expect to see your comments on my channel. If you like this episode, thumbs up. Subscribe me and comment below if you have any questions. I'm Andy, your Agile Coach. Bye bye.